Good morning, all. How are we this morning? Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. We praise you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Lord. Teach us to love you more. Take all of us and give us more of you until we are consumed by nothing else and no one else but you. Let your name be the name on our lips at all times. The name above all names, the name before every other name. That our eyes are set on you, focused on you. Not distracted by anything around. We thank you, Father, that you have called us to be here with you in your presence. That you show your love for us in so many ways throughout the day. That you do not hold it back. You renew your mercy for us every morning and you grant us grace when we call on your name. You are that father that has loved us with an everlasting love. The father that gave of his everything, his son, his spirit, everything in heaven made available to us only to see us succeed in this life. Only to see us step into the abundance that you have made available to us. To walk into your kingdom. Into the realm where we walk under your influence. Your kingship. Where we live by your rules, your principles. Knowing that those are not restrictive in nature. But they are meant to give us the secrets through which we can step into dominion. Open our eyes, our hearts, Lord. Grant us that wisdom and understanding to know you more. In knowing you more, to love you more. And in loving you more, to serve you with all our might, with all our heart, with all our strength. We thank you, Father, for granting us peace. The peace that you pour into us when we come to you every morning. That peace that transcends all understanding. That no matter the weight of the baggage we bring with us, yet when we are in your presence, there is that peace that cannot be explained. The joy that comes from you, that when we receive from you in the spirit, every burden is taken off our shoulder. Every yoke that was tightening its noose around our neck is loosened and is set free. We share your peace, Lord. The one that only you can give. And we ask for that peace and that joy to be given to everyone that is part of this prayer meeting. To everyone that is part of this praying family called by your name, the Holy Spirit Brisbane Prayer Group. We share your peace and joy to all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group and to all those that have no one to pray for them. We share your peace and joy with all those that do not know you and all those that do not want to know you, that are living under lies, under false doctrine and under false knowledge. Let every such veil that keeps them from seeing the eternal truth in their father 
Every such veil be torn down. Every mountain in their path be cut down. Every bronze gate that stands in their way be broken down. Never to be rebuilt up again. That they are able to step on flat ground prepared by their father. That they are able to walk towards him. To come back to their father like the prodigal son. Into the house. Be set free from every bondage, from every slavery to sin, to every lie. They are able to hold the hand of their father and walk with him. The father that will not give us a stone when we ask for bread. Instead, he gives us the Holy Spirit, the fountain that fulfills everything that we need in our life, in our spirit and in the flesh as well. The one who shows us the way to the kingdom through the word, through Jesus, the door. And as we make our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name. The name of our maker, the name of our creator, the lifter of men, the rock of ages on whom we build our lives. That life that cannot be washed away by the flood from beneath, by the winds from around, or by the rain from the top. We are secured in every way. And we pray in the name of Jesus, his son, the one who taught us faith, the one who gave us the ability to command and not to beg. And yet this mystery is only revealed to those, Father, who come to you. There are so many others of our brothers and our sisters that are still begging despite being the children of the inheritance of the King of Kings. The Lord of Lords and yet begging. And you, Jesus, you said in my name you shall cast out demons and yet here we are at their mercy. There are so many of us suffering ignorant of the power that has been made available to them in the spirit. If only they are willing and open to receive your spirit. We pray in the name of your Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus. The spirit of the living God, the spirit of truth, the spirit of light, the Father, of spirits. The one who quickens us from a situation of being dead to that of eternal life and power. The one through whom we receive our double-edged sword that comes out of our mouth. The one who reveals to us the mysteries hidden in that word that we are able to sharpen that sword. In every tongue that stands up against us, we are able to condemn. We are able to wage war in the spirit and emerge victorious. We are able to overcome the world. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life, for the gift of family, friends, and every other provision that you have made available to us, including your angels and destiny help us. We thank you, Father, for the revelation that you pour into our hearts 
through your word. When we partner with you and read that word and make our prayer, we thank you, Father, that you have given us the gift of this word and the gift of your spirit, the gift of wisdom and revelation. When we ask for it, you said, let him who lacks wisdom ask and you shall give it ungrudgingly the full measure, not in accordance with what we deserve, but the full measure that you want to pour into our hearts. For we look at our problem, but you look at the abundance in the bigger picture. We thank you, Father, for the gift of prayer, wherewith we are able to speak to you, we are able to speak over our situations, over our circumstances and problems. And we are able to prophesy into the future. We thank you, Lord, that we are able to build prayer banks that can go and wait for us at the gate there of that tomorrow that brings the abundance towards us. And when we conform to the requirement, the miracle of that prayer is released into our lives. We thank you, Jesus, for your mercy that despite we continually falling into sin between now and then, you are ever willing to forgive. You are ever willing to raise us up. You are ever willing to pour your spiritual gifts into us that will help fortify our lives. You are ever willing to plant your incorruptible seed into the soil of our hearts. So that being quickened in the spirit, we are able to be made incorruptible in the ways of the flesh as well. Our obedience is made full. We thank you, Jesus. And as we pray this morning, we want to reflect on faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. Believing that what we have said will come to pass. And it is easy to talk about faith when everything around us is rosy and going the way we want it. But when times are hard and things don't seem to be working, faith can sometimes fail. Today we reflect on that side of it. Today we reflect on situations when faith fails. In Luke 22 verses 31 to 32, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan has sought to sift all of you just like wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, that your faith may not fail. <clears throat> so Jesus himself acknowledges here that faith, that even the faith of someone like Peter, who has closely seen miracles, even walked on water, his faith can fail. And even more so, even though the Lord was still with him, even then his faith was failing. And doesn't this happen to us too? We have seen the works of the Lord and yet fall prey to the few main reasons why faith fails, to the beguiling of the enemy. The first among them is fear. 
in Mark chapter 4, when the disciples were in the boat and a storm hit them, they were afraid even though Jesus was in the boat with them. They said, Master, do you not care that we perish? And doesn't that situation often happen to us in our prayer life as well? We have been a part of this prayer group for a long time now. And yet when there are circumstances that challenge and seem to go in the adverse direction, opposite to what we have prayed for, our faith starts to become shaky and we start to wonder what is missing. And Jesus said, how is it to his disciples in the boat? How is it that you have no faith? Fear can cause faith to fail. Am I letting that fear enter my system is the question we must each ask ourselves. Have I let fear change my confession under pressure? The second one is doubt. And here again, as an example, we have Peter. When Jesus called him to come walking on the water towards him, he saw the wind, he saw the rough conditions around and began to sink. He looked at the water underneath and realized the depth. He began to sink. And Jesus asked him, why did you doubt? Doubt can cause faith to fail. Is that happening in our prayer life as well? Where when we are starting to see some result, when we are walking on our miracle, it's almost there. And yet, if a small seed of doubt is sown, Many of us can start to shake. We start thinking with our common sense, with our logic. The brain rather than the spirit. Doubt can cause faith to fail. And the third one is worry. Worry estimates circumstances from the physical perspective of the person. Thinking with the mind, not with the spirit. It's not what we know as written in the word. But what we think based on what we have learned by the world's system of education. Thinking from that physical perspective of the person who faces the future apart from believing in sovereign God. That sovereign God who is also our father, a loving father. We are not thinking from his perspective, but we are thinking from our human perspective. Worry is based on emotions and thoughts of the flesh. It does not see the wind or the storm yet, but anticipates it in advance. So we are not yet caught up in that storm. We are not yet walking on water. And yet, worry can play around with our imagination. 
and make that brew, that storm, which doesn't yet exist. Bring it into existence to produce the same kind of effect, shaking up of faith. It is a great killer of faith. For this storm is created in the mind and is non-existent. In the Bible, we see Martha worrying about the preparations to be made. We see Job worry about his children. And there are many other instances in the Bible as well. We see King Jehoshaphat face attack from neighboring countries. Worry can have a significant impact on faith, much more than fear, much more than doubt. Because the doubt and fear are here and now. Worry is looking in the distance, in the future, and creating that shake-up here and now. The fourth one is faith can also, faith is also tied to what you know, and that comes from hearing the word, and hearing by the word of God. A child jumps from a height knowing that his father is standing down waiting to catch him. But if you didn't know through the word that the father is there waiting to catch you, you wouldn't speak a word in faith. Ignorance can also cause faith to fail. And tied to this is false doctrine that conveys incorrect impressions of a lesser God. Watered down doctrines that border on timidity, where we are told not to command as Jesus taught us, but to request. And far from risk, which actually defines faith. Not knowing what is written in the word. Not knowing what provision is made available to you through that word. Can also cause faith to shake up. Can easily make way for doubt, for fear and for worry. So what then when faith seems to fail? When we keep praying and there is no sign of a miracle. God the Father asked Abraham to count the stars in the sky so that his focus would stay on visualizing the blessings and not on the physical limitations of the circumstance. Whereby he would have given up. 25 years was a long time for him to hold on. But he did and that was counted towards him as righteous. When our faith seems to be failing, we need to take that example. Do we hold on to our vision and engage in counting our blessings, the blessings to come just like Abraham did? Or do we stop counting the blessings to come, stop thanking the Father for that miracle which is about to manifest and start speaking fear and negativity into it? We are given a choice. 
Jesus said, I have prayed that your faith fail not. So prayer can help stop faith from failing. He is our advocate. He prays that you keep enduring. But if you endure and don't give up, you shall reap your harvest. Are we inclined to pray when faith looks like giving way? He said, if it is a big ask, then even if you have faith, the, the tiny size of a mustard seed, you can say to that problem, that is, you can command it and it will obey. In the midst of our problem, do we remember the authority given to us or do we start to worry? In feeling small, outsized and outweighed by our problem. Do we consider that even if we are tiny as a mustard seed before the huge mountain of a problem, our faith could still bring results when we speak, when we speak with that authority, remembering the one who backs it up. If it is written in his word, he must back it up. He has exalted his word above his name. That is what his word says. Do I know that? Do I remember that? And do I put him in remembrance of it to say that your word says this and I know you shall do it for me? What are you thinking when you see signs of faith starting to fail? Do you still trust in his mercy and his favor? Are you clinging on to the Lord or are you staying focused on the storm around you? And if we do get shaky, are we quickly running back into the house and gaining our fill of grace so that our faith be brimmed up again? Or are we surrendering to the problem and giving up? Father, in the name of Jesus, I raise every brother and every sister praying here and all those that are part of this prayer group that our faith fail not. We ask for a fresh filling of your gifts of grace so that through it, we are able to hold steadfast believing in Jesus and that through him, we shall overcome the world and stand in victory. I ask for this edification in our spirit, Father. I ask for a filling of your anointing, of your grace and the gift of faith replenished for each of us. So that when we speak in your name and when we speak your word, that word shall not fail, but shall fulfill everything that it is sent to fulfill. For your glory, Jesus. We hold on to our faith there. And as we pray for that growth in our spirit, for that edification, we also pray for our physical and our temporal needs. Those of our families, of our prayer group, every request that has been made on this prayer group, 
especially those that are battling sickness and disease, life-threatening circumstances, those that are in hospital. We declare a healing over their lives by your stripes and wounds, Jesus. Understanding the mystery that every curse of the law has been taken off them, that the accuser has nothing to hold against them. We ask for a forgiveness of sin, Father, that every disobedience is wiped out and cast behind your back. And through the grace that you release, through the precious blood of Jesus, we declare they are healed. We cast out every spirit of infirmity from their bodies. And we command restoration in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for every miracle that will be testified on this group for all those that we currently pray for. We pray for all families as well, especially the ones that are undergoing separation, divorce, any kind of misunderstanding, violence and abuse. We cover them as well as every family that is part of the Brisbane Prayer Group by your precious blood, Lord. Knowing that you make all things beautiful in your time, we invite you into these homes. For when the God of love enters, the most low must leave and we command them to leave right now. We thank you, Lord, that you change the season into these homes, into one of love, peace, joy, togetherness, happiness. Let your joy be in them and their joy be made full. To your glory, Jesus, Lord. We pray also for all those that are battling challenges in their finances. And we activate their destiny helpers, especially the ones that have lost their jobs and are seeking a fresh start. We activate their destiny helpers and their angels to go forth and bring those opportunities that are available in the spirit, now made available to them. That every obstruction in their way, every chain of bondage that keeps them from touching that destiny that is made available to them, that is rightfully theirs. We declare every such chain of witchcraft, of wizardry, of curses, of the law or of evil. We declare them broken in the mighty name and by the blood of Jesus. We prophesy success, we prophesy abundance, we prophesy health, we prophesy well-being. We prophesy freedom over their lives in the name of Jesus. We pray in a special way also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, of mental afflictions, of compulsive behaviors, of addictions, and any kind of limitation over their lives. We declare every such restriction broken by the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We release your anointing over these lives right now, Father, knowing that through that anointing, every yoke of the enemy is destroyed. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We claim that liberty, that freedom, in your presence, with your presence going with them. In the name of Jesus. 
We pray also for our own personal needs and those of our families. For all those contemplating suicide, for all those contemplating abortion as well, they are able to feel your love. We offer ourselves and our prayer to stand in that camp. I encourage everyone that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in as we make this our prayer of agreement with each other and with the Holy Spirit who makes intercession on our behalf. So we thank Him that He has heard us, that He always hears us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sarakata Dedia Sarakia Tata Dedia Shunda Papa Papa Pia Salala Yakia Shunda Ladinda Sunda Hanadia Sadikia Shunda Papa Nadia Sadikia Dada Sunda Lala Lavalla Shadakia Sunda Ladia Sadakia Sadakia Shunda Papa 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 Shadakia Sarakia, <laughs> 
Jekato Kalavala Thank you, Lord, that you are here. The words that were put on my heart this morning were, My children, my children, tread in my footsteps and follow me. I am the way, the truth, and the Lord. The scripture I got is 1 Corinthians 2, 1 to 5. When I came to you, brethren, I did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God in lofty words or wisdom, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in much fear and trembling, and my speech and my message were not in plausible words of wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith might not rest in wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Is a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. And this is from Isaiah 46, verse 10. Quoted from the New Living Translation where it is written. Only I can tell you the future before it even happens. Everything I plan will come to pass. For I do whatever I wish. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Before we conclude, just a reminder about tomorrow's Bible study session. The topic is a continuation from last week's topic, which was titled, Behold the Man. This is the second part. We will learn that Jesus was fully human and fully divine, and he continues to be man forever. There are some powerful scriptures that have emerged last week, and we all look forward to a continuation of that teaching, to know him more in depth this week links to join the bible study session tomorrow on zoom and on youtube shall be shared on our whatsapp group later this morning please share that with all your friends and family and invite them and let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our lord jesus christ and his favor that chases us and overtakes us when we set our hearts on him let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day.
so that as we are blessed, let us in turn be a blessing to everyone around us in every way we can. In the name of Jesus and for his glory. Be blessed and have a wonderful Thursday, everyone. Thank, Thank you, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Thank you, Thank you, Thank you.